Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another Blake's Takes episode with me, my co-host, Garrett Peruge. Hello, all. Uh, we're going to go over just some some movies that we've seen recently, some entertainment news. What else we got cooking up in the lab? I don't know. I'm not Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> someone cooked here. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, someone yeah. cooked. Someone cooked here. Someone cooked here. Well, hopefully we can cook here as well with this episode. Just going over some things today. First on the board, though, Marvel's upcoming show Daredevil, Born Again, will be getting an entire creative overhaul. I don't know if I like the sound of that. At first, no. But once you read into it, I think it'll be a good thing. So they have reportedly let go of all the writers and directors as Marvel execs, including Kevin Feige, reportedly reviewed the footage so far and decided that the show wasn't working. I guess also Charlie Cox wouldn't have appeared in costume until episode four. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> nope. Bro, we had to wait a whole season in the original Daredevil for us to finally get the costume. Don't right. do that again. <laughs> so fewer than half of the series, 18 episodes um, had been shot, but this, I guess, was enough to determine it, it just wasn't working out. So now this sounds bad, but I think it's actually going to be a good thing. Uh, for Disney Plus and their TV shows as Disney is starting to see the logic of traditional TV culture. And this is something that we were actually just talking about last week in our Ahsoka review where I said, uh-huh. we don't think Disney Plus has grasped the TV format yeah. for Disney Plus. Bro, I've been saying that for fucking yeah. ever. I've been saying that forever. Yeah. So a few changes they will reportedly make is Marvel TV shows will now have showrunners, which... That's insane that they didn't in the first place, who will write pilots and show Bibles and have full-time TV execs and moving away from limited series format and into multi-season serialized TV. Thank God, bro. So, as bad as that sounded at first, like, well, shit, here we go again. Them messing up a TV show? Right. Yeah. This is going to be a good thing, in my opinion. Wow, it only took them how yeah. many seasons of how many shows to yeah. figure this shit out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my God, man. And it's funny, Dude. we were just talking about this last week, too. I like, know. It's like, what? okay, what TV show do they decide to make into a limited series and to keep, you know, going? Dude, it's it was so obvious. Like, the answer was so obvious. It and was. I don't know why it takes so long for this shit to move forward in a positive way. At Disney. I don't understand. I just can't believe, like, y'all didn't have showrunners? Like, wh- what were y'all doing? I'd, it's what are you doing? why it's all over the place. It was all over the place. And I mean, especially with the show Bible as well, which is a document that outlines the characters, plots, settings, and themes of a television series. Yeah, that might be important. <laughs> you think that might help? Might be. That's crazy they didn't have that kind of shit. Fucking ridiculous. So, I think this will be a good thing. And I'm happy. I think, dude, I think part of the reason for this is also, I feel like the writer strike might be playing into this. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Because, bro, I feel like Disney's motto um, for making all of their shows and everything was cheap as possible. That's their motto. And now that they're actually coming up with contracts and shit where, oh, we actually have to pay people for uh-huh. their work. Okay, maybe let's let's right. get the most out of their and work. We actually then. have to keep them on the on the show for an extended period of time. Yeah, so let's give them actual work to right, do yeah. because we have to pay them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, now nah, it's definitely it was definitely time for a change, especially with how streaming was going. So, yeah, there we go. If only they had figured that out before, you know, like they made Kenobi and <laughs> like what could have been. I mean, not that like Kenobi was bad, but did not reach its full potential at all, in my opinion. No, it didn't. Um, what do you think of the first episode of, uh, 
Loki, now that we're on talking about Disney Plus. Did you watch that? No. Oh, you haven't yet? No. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I watched it uh the other day. It wasn't one where I like immediately sat down and watched the episode. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it. It was good just because like Loki season one I really enjoyed. So I loved Loki season one. Yeah, no, I it's think that's like absolutely probably one of the better projects from Disney Plus. I think it's like possibly their best project to come out of Disney for the TV shows. Yeah, for sure. It just has a whole different feeling, like cinematography wise and and that, and it has great actors too so that always yeah. helps actually sticking on the topic of superhero shows you know what is kind of crazy to like say out loud is does prime video just know how to do superhero shows the the best the absolute best yes speaking of gen v which recently came out too four mm-hmm. episodes have been released and fuck man it's fucking great it is it's great it's great just like the boys is and not to mention you have Invincible on Prime Video as well coming out soon. Oh season two. So fucking good. Like, like they just know what adults want for superhero content. Yeah, they do. They do. Bro, they know, like, as you get older, bro, you want more gore. You mm-hmm. want a more serious take. Mm-hmm. And, and just like, and just seeing the absolute power that these super, yes. that these superheroes have. And it's awesome. And it's just something that we can't get from Marvel. No. DC. Okay, yeah, we can get it from there. But I mean... Live action TV shows for DC has not been, has a good reputation. No. Um, also, just like the political commentary as well. It's in those shows. It's, it's great. It's funny because like <laughs> it can do such a great job at poking at both sides. I actually just watched today. Um, it was like Watch Mojo put out a video uh, last week of uh, top 20 times the uh, the boys made fun of like uh, pop culture mm-hmm. and it was just going through, you know, you know, like those moments where they made fun of the Kendall Jenner, Pepsi commercial, mm-hmm. the uh, celebrity singing. Imagine. This. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so fucking funny. And Gen V uh, has been on that same par so far as, as the boys, like that same shock factor, that same pilot episode. Yes. Where you're just like, fuck, I'm hooked. Bro, it's because it, they started off, it's a fucking mystery. Uh, yeah. And it's that, a mystery. And it's the TV format. Like every episode, you're like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Like they know what the fuck to do with their TV format. Yeah. And that was the problem with Disney, bro. Yeah. Like they made their, they made their shows with like, the expectation that you're just supposed to watch right. the next one. Yeah, yeah, because there was, oh, there were plenty of episodes from those Disney Plus shows where you didn't have that same feeling after each episode. No, you were just, just like, a, okay, that was good. Yeah. Cool, I can wait till next week where I'm like, I'm watching yeah. Gen V or The Boys and I'm like, fuck, I need to watch this right now. I know, I'm like, where's this next episode? Yeah. Why isn't it out yet? Yeah, uh-huh. And that's exactly, dude, that's exactly how I feel with Invincible. That's yep. how I felt with The Boys and yep. that's how I feel with Gen V now. And not only that, but with the live actions, bro, like not only is the story great, but for a TV show, yeah. the CGI is great. I, okay, I was literally about to bring that up. The CGI and their practical effects. They're great. They're so good. I mean, they're literally creating like five foot dicks out here. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah. I think, no, wait, that's, I think I went too small with that number, bro. It, you were, it was that way was too small. Way that too was like, small. Uh, it had to be like 15 feet they're at least. They're huge. Yeah. Because it's got to look proportional to yes. this. Bro, it's she so herself, good. She herself is yeah. like five feet, yeah, or no. at least a little over five feet. The practical effects and the visual effects in these Prime video shows are great. They're awesome, man. Prime, keep doing what you're doing, man. Dude, keep doing what you're doing, because those shows have great reviews. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? Uh, it was a while ago I saw this. It was like a TikTok where uh, it was Homelander. Yeah. 
and they were and it was talking about uh like superhero content. Yeah. And um and it was like it was like sloppy, downright like he was just insulting everybody, uh-huh, but then he goes, uh-huh. Not you, Noir. You've been great, and it's Amazon Prime. <laughs> bro, for real. That's that's what I'm saying, bro. It's also just so fucking funny. Um, okay, what else we got? Cooking up. Taylor Swift is everywhere I look. Ugh. Capital One commercial. Uh, commercials for her new movie coming out. Bro, I hated her commercials before she started dating Travis Kelsey. Like, and obviously now the NFL games. Yeah, bro. Can I just watch football now, like, dude. I was. I've oh never my, cared about. Insane, I've never cared about football, and now I care about about football. It's getting fucking hijacked by, um, Taylor Swift. It's insane, bro. Literally back to back. Like, hey, she's at the game. Then I got to watch a Capital One commercial with her in it. Then I got to watch a commercial for her movie in it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, god damn, dude. I'm like, leave me alone. NFL is capitalizing on Taylor Swift right now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know what's crazy, bro? You know what's crazy? There's like Swifty jerseys and shit too. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. But uh, uh, her concert film coming out, yeah, compiled a multiple show at uh, SoCal SoFi Stadium, is expected to launch with a hundred million plus uh, advanced tickets sale. Advanced ticket sales worldwide have already surpassed a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Dude, how does she? How that's did, like that's like Infinity War level, bro. How did she create such a cult following? I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's there are plenty of people in the world that would literally, not figuratively, literally die for Taylor Swift. Yeah, like they would throw themselves in front of a bullet to <laughs> save Taylor Swift. Would. Thankfully, no one's told me yet that Taylor Swift uh, made Travis Kelsey popular because you know I've been watching football for fucking years now. Yeah, so bullshit. Like, He's been one of the most a, famous yeah. famous people in the league man, the past few years. Two time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, uh, arguably. With the with the Patrick Mahomes Travis Kelsey duo, like yeah, yeah. if you know Patrick Mahomes, you know Travis Kelsey, and he's arguably a top three tight end of all time as well. Yeah, so I mean, come on, mm-hmm. we know who fucking Travis Kelsey is. Yeah, I found I found it really funny. Have you seen like people have been like flipping the script though? They'll yes. say they'll say like they'll say to their girlfriend or whatever. Yes. They're like, man, that was this was a smart move by Taylor. Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey's really gonna make her blow up. <laughs> yeah, they freak and they're, out, and they're like. Make her blow up? <laughs> yeah. Her blow up? They start freaking out. <laughs> so we actually also both watched a few horror movies lately, which I feel like it's kind of rare for us to both go and watch some horror movies together. Yeah. Um, we went and saw The Exorcist Believer in theaters, and we also saw Totally, uh, Killer. totally Killer last night on Prime Video. Um, okay, so Exorcist Believer, out of five stars, what would you give it? Three, two, one, two and a half, two stars for me. It, why did you not? I don't know. I don't say know it at I, the same time. I don't know. I don't know why I delayed. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Exorcist Believer. It was. It was fine. I mean, it's gotten a lot of bad reviews. I don't think it's as bad as some reviews, but it just feels like one of those movies that you'll know you forget by next week. Yeah, I remember you saying that right out of the theater. Yeah. You're like, this is gonna be a very forgettable horror yeah, movie. Yeah, very forgettable. And I, it just really like didn't do anything special. I mean, mm-hmm. and one thing that the original Exorcist predicated itself on was just it was just downright scary from like the environment, the makeup, yeah. story. Like there weren't really any any jump scares in it. Yeah, uh, I think this one definitely relied a lot more on the jump scares. I think I I liked um I liked the few connections that they made to like the Bible and stuff. Like I I thought the connection between like them being lost in the woods for three days and then yeah. like how Jesus you know came back after three days. I thought that part was kind of cool, the lore that they were talking about. Um, but, and another positive I would say was like the 
practical the practical effects and like makeup, the, the makeup. Good. I like yes, the makeup. I do like the makeup. Um, but yeah, like the story was just very basic. They they brought back you know characters from the original just to kind of shit on them. They did. So it was weird because even though it's like a legacy sequel and in the same universe, it still kind of felt outside of that universe in a way. Yeah, it didn't. And I mean, they, yeah. I felt like no real connection to it because our main character was in it for like maybe 30 minutes of screen time, not even that. And they gouge your eyes out for no reason. Spoiler alert. Sorry, but. (laughs) Not even thirty minutes, bro. Yeah, not even thirty minutes. I mean, it's not time. the main character, but one or of the not OG, the main character, but but an OG character that they brought yes. back. Now, what's going to be interesting about where this universe will be headed for the future is because Universal did pay a uh, four hundred million dollars for the rights to the Exorcist brand. Damn, damn is right. Uh, and now, with that kind of investment, a trilogy is planned. Okay, so kind of similar what they did with the Halloween franchise and David Gordon Green directing this Exorcist Believer movie, just like he directed all three of the new, uh, newer Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Now, with the reception that it is getting, who knows if they'll bring back David Gordon Green for the other two. I mean, I think it would be nice to kind of switch it up. I wouldn't say that this trilogy doesn't have potential to get better by any means. Like, I mean, right. like I said, I give it two and a half, but I didn't dislike the movie. It just wasn't, you know, super... It it just didn't really grab me that much. I think what it feels, it felt too much like in that universe of, say, The Conjuring, Insidious, like yes. Annabelle, you know what yes. I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. It's just like another one in the series. Yeah, like kind of, you know, separate yourself apart from those kind of movies. Yes. Like it just, yeah, very, very much felt like it, a 2010s. Like a, form, like a formulated vibe. Yeah, yes. like a very 2010s jump scare movie. I Yes, mm-hmm. which also kind of, you know, doesn't do the predecessor justice right. because that's not the kind of movie that it was. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it has room to make up for sure. Like it, it can definitely improve. Yeah. Um, it will take a while to get their money back for sure. So the budget, the budget of this one was around 30 million. It has crossed 40 million, but in order to make that money back off that $400 million investment, yeah, it'll take a while. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just make a few adjustments. And I think, you, you I have think it something. has potential to be good. You have something there. But we also saw Totally Killer last night on Prime Video. That was great. I thought it was really fun. It was a fun uh, slasher sci-fi movie. Uh-huh. I guess it was marketed as like a Scream meets a Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did not expect the... Uh, so I, I had no idea anything about it going into it. Really? So, yeah. So, I saw the, I saw the time machine part mm-hmm. and I was like, the fuck? But yeah, in, in ways like it was very goofy, and obviously you have you know that oh you're in the '80s, yeah, uh, outdated humor as well. Yeah, and some of it landed, some of it didn't, but for the most part, like this movie had me giggling. Yeah, and I thought I thought it was funny them making fun of like how much has changed since the '80s. Like, there's like no form of security or anything like that. <laughs> like that was a very common running theme throughout the movie. She was like. She was like, hi, I know this is private information, but I need to know where this student is and what their class is. And then just gives it to him. No question. People taking gym class serious. Gym class seriously. I, yeah. need, I need motherfuckers to get hit with dodgeballs harder than they do now. Uh-huh. Uh, and it wasn't no foam balls. It, uh-huh. was, the, it was the rubber, the uh-huh. rubber motherfuckers that uh-huh. hurt. Uh-huh. I thought some set pieces were fun. Wardrobe was fun. I thought the casting was great. Casting was really good. Uh, when you have, comparing to like the, uh, present day actors and then you had to cast their 80s high school actors mm-hmm. i thought they casted those actors great new mask was fun that slasher mask was fun too 
See, you say it, you weren't a huge fan, but I wasn't I, at first. I liked it. I, I wasn't at first, I, but it I grew thought it was me. like a. I thought it was like a modern take on a slasher mask because mm-hmm. I feel like every slasher mask for some reason is just, is white. Think about it. You got Scream, Michael Myers, um, Jason. Yeah, it's all it's all just a white mask with like black eye holes, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought it was an interesting mask. No, overall, the smile on it was creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. Overall, like, I wouldn't say it's an amazing movie, but I just think it's a really fun movie. Uh, it has a lot of fun with modern and, and older pop culture references. Yeah. And, I mean, if you like slashers and if you like sci-fi, I mean, I think you enjoy this movie. It was very enjoyable. And who was right? You were right. I was right. Obviously, we're not going to spoil it, but... He was right about the killer. I was right. Exactly. And that's the thing, too. It's like the whodunit factor. That's yes. always fun. Yes, it is. Every new slasher, it's fun to figure out yeah. who... Or try and figure out who it is. And your boy was right. Fuck, man. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't... I just didn't think. Um. So, out of the two horror movies that we did just watch recently, I would definitely recommend... I would recommend... Totally Killer. Totally first. Killer. Yeah, for sure. What would you give that one star rating? Three and a half. I give it four. You give it four? Yeah. That's fair. No, I like it a lot. I mean, I think think it deserves to, you know, get some views for sure. You know, and we got a few lists to go over here for you as well between me and Gary, just to keep things in the spooky horror movie mood because it's October. I just, I got, I, we got to talk as much horror movies as possible, man. Yeah, because he, he doesn't get any other opportunity to no, talk I about don't. it. Yeah. And like, this he, is- a- He always wants to talk about it like in the middle yeah. of the year. I'm like, bitch, Wait. <laughs> until halloween man come on bro because this is the only time i get you to watch horror movies as well true and i think we're getting some horror movie fans coming around the corner so that's true we need them horror movie fans man yeah we might need to keep it up hell yeah all right so what do you got for me all right so this is um imdb's top 10 horror movies of all time um and just so you know so they have like the preset list but you can also organize it by like the star rating or the metacritic score but this is their like overall list so i think they use like a combination of the stars and the metacritic, metacritic and like that's how they made this list okay so blake can you guess the top 10 horror movies of all time according to imdb i think i can all right so let's give it a try let's see what you got uh I got to think IMDb wise too. You know what I'm saying? Can't think no Rotten Tomato shit. Yeah. So I'm going to start The Shining. Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes is whack. Yeah. The Shining's got to be there. The Shining is number four with a 8.4 stars and a Metacritic score of 66. Not four? Yeah. I'm surprised it's not higher. Right. On IMDb at least. Yeah. Uh, Now some of these might like teeter on the line of horror because I'm going to say Silence of the Lambs is on there. It is not. It's not? Nope. Okay. Interesting. I feel like the thing's got to be on there. It's not. Ah. Texas Chainsaw? No. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. That is number three. Okay, good. Yep. Uh, Damn. 7.4 stars, 89 Metacritic. Night of the Living Dead? No. Halloween? Yep. Good. Number seven, 7.7 stars, 87 Metacritic. I wonder if they're going to include some like foreign films on there, too. No. That sucks. Yeah. Because there definitely should be some foreign films on there. Out of the top 10, there's only one that the name I don't even recognize. Rosemary Baby? Yeah. That's the one I don't recognize. That's the one oh, I'm you don't recognize? No. That one's eight stars, 96 Metacritic. That was number two. That was number two? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I wonder what number one is. Oh. I'm going to say number one's Alien. 
Nah. No. It's on the list. Okay, it's on there. Um, and if you did it by the star rating, that's the highest star rating. Okay. So that one's eight and a half stars, eighty nine Metacritic. Um, but that isn't is not the top top one. Which one? Which how, what number was Alien? Uh, eight. The list is pretty basic. Like really, it's pretty basic. So you should know. Okay. The Fly. No. Hmm. Scream. Nope. I'd say that would be pretty basic. More classics. The Mummy. Frankenstein. Dude. You said classic. I know. These are classic, and I'm amazed that you haven't guessed them yet. Well, you say those were just classics I named. Those are technically classics. They are classics. You're right, but there's there's a few other classics on here that you haven't said. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Okay. Okay. Jesus Christ. Bro, you're kind of killing me. I'm like, I'm like, I know you know these movies, and Obviously you like, I know and you them. like these movies. Obviously. Oh, Psycho. There you go. That's number one. Okay. 8.4 stars, 97 Metacritic. Damn. Yeah, it's high. Uh, let's continue with Alfred Hitchcock. Let's go with the birds. No. The birds. The birds. Please tell me about the birds. I don't want to give it away, but like we were just talking about it. We were just talking about it? Yeah. Oh, my God. The Exorcist. Yes. Damn it. Dumbass. Yeah, dumbass. God. Jesus Christ. 8.1 8. stars, um, 82 Metacritic, and that's number five. Okay. So how many, how many am I missing? You are missing number six, number nine, and number ten. Okay, so I'm missing three. I mean, what, can't, are we going to go older like Dracula or Wolfman or? No, okay. one of these is actually a newer one. Get Out? No. Don't tell me The Conjuring. No. Okay, good. However, that is number 14. I went, I went oh, a little yeah? further down. Yeah, that's number 14. God, I'm what dumb. about Hereditary? Is that on there? Nope. 2015. I don't know who made. I I think this is the right list on IMDb, but <laughs> well, for the sake of the game, I guess it doesn't really matter too much. But I guess not. Whoever's top ten, I'm guessing it follows. Uh, uh-uh. I've seen that, bro. You're missing number six, and I'm amazed that you're missing number six, bro. You should have it. Like it's so annoying that you don't. <laughs> it's so annoying. What the three that I'm missing? No, just the this one in particular. The 2015 one? No, 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 no. Number six. Another oh, another six. classic. Jaws? There you go. God. Oh, see again. Okay, I it is a horror movie, but it's like also teetering on like yes, a I horror know, movie or I not. Know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. No, no facts, facts, yeah. That's number six. Facts. It is With a horror the movie. 8.1 stars, 87 Metacritic. And now you're just missing number nine, number ten. Oh, what about um Blair Witch Project? No. You got one of the words right though. The witch? There you go. Oh, whose fucking list is this? Yeah, right? I don't know. Okay, no, this sucks. This is <laughs> I don't know if this is <laughs> accurate. Bro, I clicked the first I typed in top ten horror movies of all time. I clicked the first link that said IMDB. That is what I clicked. So don't get mad at me. Cause yeah, it seems kind of whack. That is whack. You want me to just tell you number nine? Yeah, what's number nine? Don't look now. Who's fucking list is? Yeah, I, I mean, well, I don't fucking know, man. I mean, I heard The Witch was good, but I don't know about yeah, top yeah. ten. Right, right. No, absolutely. But interesting. Okay, well, to whatever, whoever is IMDb list, you that try was, and find the right one. I know. Man, if you don't so believe hard. me, because then I also clicked. I I also clicked another link that said top fifty IMDb movies, and it said Saw X was number one. I was <laughs> like, what? The, I know this ain't fucking it. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I clicked this one, and it said the Psycho was number one. I was like, all right, that's pretty good. Yeah. Shining, number four. Okay, Texas Chainsaw, number three. Yeah. All right, okay, yeah. this is accurate enough. Top ten horror movies of all time. IMDb. Type in IMDb. It should be the first thing that pops up is IMDb. Top 50. Oh, yeah. Number that's two, the one was, Exorcist Believer. Yeah, nah. Yeah, okay, that's like of recent here. shit that came out. Okay. Well, that was a stupid well, game. <laughs> Since we're still on rankings of horror movies, um, Discussing Films gave a ranking of the Halloween franchise. And I read the article, and it was actually a ranking that they had a few years ago, but they did repost it just recently. And, man, this is one of the wackest Halloween rankings I've seen in my life. Really? In last place, at number 15, they had Halloween 2 from 1981. Bro. Damn. 14, Halloween Resurrection. You can tell me Halloween 2 was worse than Halloween Resurrection. Nah. 13, Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. 12, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Bruh, number 4? Number 4 that low? You give us one of the best characters in the franchise with Jamie Lloyd? Stop playing. Stop playing. Like you're getting very personally heated with this list. It it is personal. (laughs) Number 11, they had Halloween 2 from 2009, the theatrical cut. Damn. Which, well, it'll come back around as well with, like, theatrical cuts and producer's cuts, because there are differences. 10, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, producer's cut, which I agree with that. I'm actually more of a fan of of the theatrical cut. 9, Halloween Kills. 8, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, theatrical cut. Okay, valid. Valid. Halloween, Curse of Michael Myers, that's, like I said before, that's my guilty pleasure, and I do like the theatrical cut more. 7, Halloween H2O, valid. Six, Halloween 2018, valid. Five, Halloween 2007, Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie's Halloween, which I'm not like mad about that. All right. Like, like I know there's always going to be those Rob Zombie Halloween stands. Yeah. And having it at number five on the list, I'm like, okay, you know what? I can respect that. Like, I can, de- I can deal with that. I think the first one is definitely better than the second one. Four, Halloween ends. Ugh. Number fucking four? Number four? Number four? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Get the fuck out of here. Three. Halloween three, Season of the Witch. Wow. Valid as fuck. Yeah, that's like one that yeah. most people shit on. Here's where it gets weird, bro. Two. Halloween two from 2009, the director's cut. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Uh, and one, obviously, as anyone lists, anyone's ranking for the Halloween franchise is the original 1978 one. Yeah. I was just like, Jesus Christ, man. That... That ranking caught me off guard. Um, but all right, guys, it's gonna do it for this little short episode. Just wanted to keep y'all up to date with what's going on. Uh, honestly, good news about Daredevil. Good news about Disney in general. Good news about yeah, yeah, for real. Good news about Disney Plus in general. Um, to definitely recommend Totally Killer Slasher Sci-Fi on Prime Video, as well as Gen V, bro. If you haven't seen the boys, go watch the boys and then go watch Gen V because that shit is. I wouldn't Good. say you. I wouldn't say you need to no, for this show, but but it, the boys is still great. It is, and it, also there's some characters that come from the boy yeah. that are in the boys that you see, and in it just show. gets you acclimated to that world. Yeah, and yeah, just keep watching those spooky movie mans. We only get spooky season once a year, so keep at it. That's gonna do it for us, though. As always, with me, my co-host Gary, and we'll see you next time on Blake's Takes. See you guys.